The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On Skype and MSN, TV, And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is a lady we've had the pleasure of having on the show before, Betsy Lewis is her name, and Betsy is the author of Angels, Aliens, and Prophecy, The Connection, and she also has a new book out that we're going to be talking to Betsy about, Mystic Revelations of 13, and Betsy, welcome back to the X-Zone. Thank you, Rob. Great to be on your show again. Hey, congratulations on a new book, Mystic Revelations of 13. Tell us a little bit about it. Ah, well, (laughs) it's about uh, 13, which is a real mystical number. Mm -hmm. In fact, Pythagoras, who was a mathematician and Greek philosopher who lived from 580 B.C. to 500 B.C.E., said that he felt that numbers had souls and held magical powers. And I believe that, too. I've worked with numerology, and I find that numbers do have power. And it seems that throughout history, 13 is one of those power numbers. Mm -hmm. And I know there are other numbers like 11 and 22, 29, but 13 seeps seems to keep cropping up all the time. You know, I'm sure after spieling off those numbers, you have a little nun in the Catholic Church yelling bingo right now. (laughs) Um, You know, 13, talking about theology, is very important. You have Jesus Christ and the Twelve Apostles, Friday the 13th, the day that Christ was crucified. Uh, So the number 13 certainly does play a significant part in society as well as religion. For example, I don't know very many buildings that have a 13th floor. 
Right, yeah. exactly. And isn't that funny? We're so superstitious. And where does that come from? They say that Jesus died on the cross mm-hmm. on Friday the 13th. Yep. So Friday the 13th is just a bad day for people. And maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but it can be a lucky day, too. Sure. And and it's what's interesting about it is it's a number central to sacred geometry. It, um, you know, you can find 13 major joints in the human body, 13 lunar cycles in a solar year. The moon travels 13 degrees across the yeah. sky every day. Uh, there's just a lot of things. It just goes on and on. But I've found some very strange synchronicities with 13. And I, I put it in a book, <laughs> which is Mystic Revelations of 13. But it has to do with this number that has been cropping up to 13, which goes back to the Phantoma Portugal event mm-hmm. in 1917 with three children. Yes. And you're probably aware of that. Oh, story, certainly, right? the Lady of Fatima. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And she first appeared to the children on May 13, 1917. They were three shepherd children, and they were out in the field when she first appeared. She came in from the east, she glided in from the east. She always appeared at solar noon, Mm -hmm. which is interesting, and she appeared to them on six consecutive months, always on the 13th day of the month, and always at solar noon. And she provided all these miracles for them. Nobody else could really see her except the children, but they saw a lot of the strange, excuse me, a lot of strange things going on. All right, you and I you and I have to take a 2-minute commercial break. We'll let you uh, clear up your your throat there throat? and okay, and, thank you. and uh, stand by, hun. We'll be right back. Exonation Betsy Lewis is our guest. www.betsylewis.com. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back after this break. Don't go away. Nation, uh, Betsy Lewis is our special guest at this hour. Her website is www.betsylewis.com, and uh, she has two books that we're talking about tonight here on the Exxon. The first one is Angels, Aliens, and Prophecy, The Connection, and her newest book, 
Mystic Revelations of 13. And during the commercial break, my producer was busy uh, scrolling down his his uh, list of uh, things, and he came across a number of very interesting things uh, pertaining to the to the number 13. Uh, for example, Muslims regard uh, Friday as the holiest uh, day of the week, although Friday has long been considered an unlucky day in many countries. Uh, the, day, uh, the, uh, the day may be unlucky for Christians because Christ died on Friday uh, the 13th. And, of course, uh, another thing that, that he mentioned was Apollo 13. And then remember the Columbia Space Shuttle, uh, Betsy? Yes, absolutely. Okay, it, w- it went into space on one sixteen two zero zero three, which when you add 1 plus 1 plus 6 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 3 equals 13. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Mm. Uh, and, of course, the Illuminati is oh, supposed yes. to be... Yeah, they, they love the number 13, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And if you look on a $1 bill, you'll see 13 everywhere You'll see it, 13 leaves on the olive branch, 13 berries, 13 stripes, 13 arrows, 13 stars above the eagle's head, um, 13 letters, and e, pluri- e pluribus unum, I can't even get that out there, and 13 letters in a newet septus. So, you know, that's supposed to be the 13 satanic families. Yeah. Now, you and I were t- chatting uh, during the commercial break about some news NASA came out with today. Share it with our listeners. Right, right. Well, I think this is all tied with that 13 number. They released today, and I guess it happens every 11 years, the sun does a complete magnetic field uh, flip, mm-hmm. a total flip. And they're saying that this is expected to come in the next three to four months. And it is going to affect the whole, it'll cause a ripple effect throughout the whole solar system. Isn't that interesting? And, you know, that kind of relates to the last event that the children were given on October 13th, 1917, when 70 to 80,000 people witnessed what they thought the sun falling from the sky. And, you know, I kind of wonder, there's just a lot of things I keep thinking that something's going to happen with our sun. And NASA's been saying that this is going to be a big solar year. And, of course, the sun's been very quiet, right? It, It sure has. In fact, this is what NASA had to say. Something is about to happen to the sun, according to the measurements from NASA's supported observatories. The sun's vast magnetic field is about to flip. And this is a quote, it looks like we're no more than three to four months away from a complete field reversal. And this is according to solar physicist uh, Todd Hokusama of Stanford, uh, Stanford University. And he further says this change will have a ripple effect throughout the entire solar system. Um, let's see, uh, the sun's magnetic field changes polarity approximately every 11 years. It happens at the peak of each solar cycle as the sun's inner magnetic dynamic or dynamo reorganizes itself. Something like a reboot, I would imagine. Uh, mm-hmm. The coming reversal will mark the midpoint of cycle solar cycle 24. So it seems that this is nothing unusual. So why do you think that this is going to have more than what NASA is anticipating? Well, you know, it kind of goes back to, like I said, 
the events that happened to the children. Mm -hmm. And supposedly it was the Blessed Virgin Mary that came to them. And it began on May 13th. And guess what happened this year on May 13th? And I don't think it's a coincidence. We had four major X flares from the sun. Remember that day? No. You don't? Well, yeah, the sun just fired off right after, you know, one after another, four major X-class flares on that day. And I went, whoa, (laughs) are we being told something? Because the children had been given several predictions Mm -hmm. by the lady that have come true, and she predicted, you know, the outcome of World War One. She predicted World War Two. She predicted that there would be something seen in the sky in um, that happened in 1938 that was a solar event that people saw in Europe. This huge aurora borealis that just covered the sky. It was just incredible, I guess. It turned the sky blood red, and she said that that would be a signal of the next world war, which it mm-hmm. was a year later, World War Two started. And, you know, was she a time traveler? I think uh, either alien, extraterrestrial, celestial being, you know, um, or time traveler, because she seemed to know things. She predicted to the two younger children that they would die young, which they did from the Spanish flu that raged through Europe and, and even in America that killed, I think, 50 million to 100 million people at the time. So she made many predictions. So mm-hmm. I really think it's there's going to be a solar event. All right. If there is a solar event, what do you anticipate will happen? Uh, do you, All right. Uh, if there's a shifting <laughs> of the magnetic field, how will that affect planet Earth? Well, I think there's going to be a disrup- disruption of communications, mm-hmm. uh, our satellites. You know, we just haven't had a huge event like that. And the sun has gone through many, many cycles. And like they're saying, I think NASA is warning us. But I think something is going to happen. And I've been predicting an event for a long time. And it seems like our governments are getting ready. They're preparing with their underground bunkers. And there's just a lot of strange things going on right now. And you've probably noticed and heard about all these strange things that are happening with our Earth right now. Uh, There's booms that are being heard all around the world. We're seeing uh, sinkholes form mm-hmm. all over the world, and there's just but many, you, many things that are going on with the you world know, right now. When we talk about sinkholes, I blame a lot of the sinkholes and a lot of the strange tectonic activity that is that is happening on the oil industry. They're taking Fracking. out, you know, right. they're they're taking out the blood of Mother Earth, and to they me, are. that's the oil. You know, you, you mm-hmm. just can't keep taking with nothing giving. You know what I mean? Well, I agree with you, Rob, 100%. I think what we're doing to our Earth is yeah. just unconscionable. It really is. And where are we headed? You know, we, we can't continue no. just taking everything from Mother Earth and, you know, not have consequences. And that's what we're going through. Look what we did to the Gulf. Oh, my Mexico. God. Yeah. You know, and it still hasn't recovered. And it may take, you know, who knows how many 
years. We're not hearing the whole truth about what happened. You know, we're not hearing the whole truth about that. We're not hearing no. the the whole truth about the the um, the uh, what happened in Fukushima when mm-hmm. you know that nuclear disaster. We we you know right. we, you know we haven't heard the truth about Chernobyl. Because people don't want us to know the truth. It's, it's, you know, look what we've done to our, our environment, for God's sake. Look what we've done to the, the, uh, the Arctic. Look what we're doing to the animals on this planet. Oh, I know, Rob. It just saddens me it so It does. Much. And when you, when you start connecting the dots, it goes back to one industry, the oil industry. Oh, the greed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's a crime. It's a shame that mm-hmm. that people's quest for money and power are ruining this planet. Oh, you're so right. You know, I never could have dreamed when I was growing up during the 50s and 60s that these things would happen, that our water would be polluted and toxic mm-hmm. around the world. Our oceans would be dying. And all these things, at least I got to see so many things were still yeah. pristine. And, and now we're destroying everything. And there's just, you know, se- over 7 billion people on this earth. Where are we headed? It's, you know, we've got to stop the insanity. Sure we do. Sure we do. You know, there, there was just an article that was on CNN today where polar bears are starving to death. You know, and yeah. look what's happening there. The, 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 the jellyfish population is growing out of control. Squids are, are multiplying because the, 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 chain, uh, the food chain has been disrupted by overfishing of the seas. You know, for, for goodness sake, what will it take? You know, and if Mother yeah. Earth decides to purge herself of this infection called humanity, we can't stop her. We can't. We can't. So all the oil, all the money, all the gold, all the diamonds, all the power, it won't mean a damn thing because Mm -hmm. no one throughout history, the history of the world, has ever beat Mother Nature. Right. Right. And I feel very very sorry for anybody who thinks they can. Right. You know, and I was thinking, you're talking about Fukushima, mm-hmm. and just think of all the plastic that oh, is out there. God. Plastic will take forever to degrade. Yep. <laughs> it takes forever, and here we are with all these plastics in the ocean, the fish are swallowing sure. it, you know, it's just... <laughs> but where does plastic come from? Of oil. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, dear, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Exonation, always a pleasure having my guest on this hour, Betsy Lewis. A couple of books that she's written, Angels, Aliens, and Prophecy, The Connection, and her new book, Mystic Revelations of 13. Her website is www.betsylewis.com. Betsy and I will be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome 
to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Betsy Lewis is my special guest this hour here in the Exxon. Her website is www.betsylewis.com. And uh, she's the author of a couple of books, including Angels, Aliens, and Prophecy, The Connection, and uh, Mystic Revelations of 13. Betsy, people are talking about alien intervention, uh, the, the fact that so many people believe that the aliens were actually talked about in biblical philosophies and in the Bible itself. Why is it you think that they have not made their presence known to one and all for once and for all? What a good question, Rob. <laughs> uh, I think we all want to know that. Um, sure. That's a great question. I, I, you know, they have, of course, there was one of the largest sightings on uh, that was March 13th of 1997 over Phoenix, Arizona. The Phoenix And again, flights. the number 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thousands of people were outside looking up in the sky for Hale-Bopp, the comet, and they just happened to see one of the biggest UFOs that was ever seen or sighted. Mm -hmm. And witnesses later reported a positive change in their life with clarity of thought, concentration, in a dramatic sense of love and connectedness to family and world. And, of course, the military was saying that they were dropping flares. Now, I don't know how you can get those feelings from flares. <laughs> That's what's amazing mm -hmm. to me, but uh, that was incredible. But, you know, it's interesting that the Catholic Church and several of the astronomers linked to the Catholic Church have made several comments about aliens lately, like they're preparing us, you know, that they're going to come out and disclose that aliens are here. I often and wonder I, who's who's going to do the 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 announcement, whether it's going to be the church, whether it's going to be the government, or has Hollywood already made it, and is Hollywood actually conditioning us for that event? Oh, I think so. Remember during the 80s when aliens were really benevolent? Oh, yeah. Now they're benevolent. They became evil aliens. But I think we have a lot of species out there sure. visiting us. And, and I've had several events in my life that I think are connected to UFO or 
you, you know, the, the good aliens like uh, the E.T. and uh, the aliens in Close Encounters of a Third Kind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, in the 80s, they were set for the social mind of those days. In today's society, if it's not evil, it doesn't sell. For example, the, the creed in the newspaper industry is, if it don't bleed, it don't lead. You know, and exactly. you know, and whenever you're watching any news broadcast, you always get the bad news first because exactly. they want your attention. And I think that the worst thing anyone can do is watch the news first thing in the morning when they wake up or read the newspaper. What I do is I turn on the comedy channel. <laughs> I want to start. I want to start my day with a laugh. Good for you, and I think everybody just. Turn it off. <laughs> sure, you know it's it's you. There's so much negativity mm-hmm. in everyone's world. You and I were talking about uh, genetically modified foods. We're talking about all the microwave towers that are inundating us with microwaves. And everyone, I swear to God, something happened genetically that I that I didn't that I didn't catch on to. Apparently. I missed the implementation of a cell phone to the ear of a person when they're born. Oh, my gosh. I know. Where where are we headed with all this electronic stuff? I don't know. And, you know, we've just got to get away from that. We've got to reconnect with Mother Earth. And I think that's so important with all these Earth changes going on. We have to connect again. And... You know, that's something I learned when I was very young about Mother Nature. I spent a lot of time outside mm-hmm. and, and observing nature, and I think that's why I've had so many dreams about these events that are coming up. And I've had many, many dreams that have warned me of things coming. When I was a child, and I'm sure the same thing was f- uh, for you, Betsy, we played outside, whether yes. it was winter, <laughs> spring, summer or fall. You know, my parent my parents made us wear these funny things called raincoats when it rained outside. <laughs> and galoshes. Oh yeah, right. You know, the good old rubber belly boots. <laughs> and and you know what? We would walk to school. We took a mm-hmm. lunch with mm-hmm. real food. Yeah, right. You know, and what we did is at breakfast we sat down with mom and dad. We went to school, mom and dad worked, but at night, the, you know, we looked forward to having supper with mom and dad so mm-hmm. we could share what happened during the day and find out what the plans were for that evening, who we were going to see, you know, and, and do things as a family unit. It was called, wait a minute, talking. That's what it was called. It was called talking. But what now, a concept. <laughs> what a concept. But everybody in today's society does texting. Mm-hmm. Oh, for God's sake, if you need to use a phone, here's a quarter. Put it in. I think that what we've done is we've allowed technology to overtake the human society. We have. We're just so disconnected from everything around us and the world around mm-hmm. us that, you know, we're not using our intuition anymore. No. Our ancestors had to. They had to rely on it to survive. Yes. And here we are. We're just just disconnected from everything. And we've got to reconnect again. We've got to reconnect with each other yes. in order to survive. 
and the earth too it's so important and everything has a consciousness you know everything is alive and we've forgotten that you know i've spent a lot of time with native americans during the 90s with uh, powwows and sweat lodges and and you know i learned from them and i you know it's we just have to get back to that again to honoring everything, but you and see, we don't. <laughs> but you see, Betsy, what you're talking about is, is a unique concept that has long been forgotten by most people, called common sense. Right. You know, it's it's easier mm-hmm. to sit in the car and go through a drive-through. It's easier to let the kids play with the. Uh, with the computer, uh, play on the computer or play with their video games instead of talking to them because you're too busy talking to your friends or texting to your friends. Uh, I, I even know of a family who live in a regular single dwelling home that instead of the mother calling out or yelling, Supper's ready, do you know what she does? She texts the three. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, how stupid. Right. And have you seen how the kids of today spell, read, and write? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Cursive is becoming extinct. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's it's time that we do something about it before we lose it all. And I think we're very close to losing it all. And mm-hmm. the signs are there, but people are too busy texting, walking, you know, looking down, texting, and walking to, then to see what's going on right around them. We've got the environment, we've got the seas, we've got animals that are dying off and we'll never see them again. As you and I were talking, you know, it's in, in the near future you'll have to take your family to uh, in a spheres, zoos, and aquariums to see what the world was really like at one right. time, not that long ago. Right, yeah. Uh, where are we headed? You know, I, I just think we have to awaken. You know, everybody's talking yeah. about that we're awakening, but we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> we may be getting there, but, mm-hmm. you know, we've got a lot more work to do, and, and it takes all of us doing it. And I think if we all come together in mass, yeah. and we can create a new world. We can dream a new world into being, you know, our positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our thoughts are things. And together, you know, it's been proven even during 9-11 with the satellites that were going over, they picked up a spike in the geomagnetic field of Earth. So obviously our thoughts do things to the planet, to everything, and we have to learn that. You know, we learn that. (laughs) Um, Has there been an increase in activity when it comes to chemtrails? Oh, my gosh, yes. Really? You know, I've been watching that since the 90s. Yeah, I know you and have. They're incredible. You know, and I watched when we have like a weather front coming in, we get all kinds of chemtrails. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I put some on uh, Facebook and uh, the ones that I take, you know, and I've watched these strange rainbows around them. Yeah. I've seen these strange shadows that seem to go ahead of them, mm-hmm. which is very bizarre. Uh, there's just a lot of weird things, and these are not contrails. I know people keep saying, oh, it's contrails. Well, contrails dissipate, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you know that, too, but sure. these spread across the whole sky. And they're in set patterns. Mm-hmm, and patterns, right, yeah. and X's and grid marks. 
Tell me, um, what is the latest uh, analysis of the chemtrails? Well, weather modification, of course, they keep talking about that with the barium and the aluminum in it. And, of course, that's going into our water. Yeah. You know, maybe that's causing a lot of the water to be toxic. I know there's uh, what they call, I think, green water mm-hmm. or green-blue water that's forming from algae, strange algae that's forming. The bees, um, that oh might gosh, be a yeah. cause for the bee collapse around the world. I, 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 I personally put the bee collapse around the world due to the increase in microwaves. Ah, well, that could be, too. Yeah. It, it that's just my theory, things. yeah. So if it's weather modification, you know, we, we've got HARP, we've got the chemtrails, uh, and, and if we are doing weather modification, the other countries around the world are doing weather modification, why do they need to modify the weather if there's nothing wrong with the existing systems? Well, they say because of global warming. That's a lot of theories, you know, uh, that people have. That, but I don't know if putting down all these chemtrails in the sky would stop global warming. I would think that it would hold the I, warmth I, in, wouldn't I, it? I, I agree with you. Yeah. Something doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Not no. at all. Well, what are they doing? Is it some kind of control over us? Is it control of the weather? It, are they trying to hide something in the sky they don't want us to see? Is it... Who knows? Mm. Do, do you have any theories on it, Ron? No, I really don't. I, I really don't. All I know is that a lot of people are really concerned, and mm-hmm. the questions that they're asking are not met with answers, but a deaf ear. And when you ask somebody a question and they say, geez, I don't know, that's one thing, but when you ignore the person who's asking the question, turn your back and walk away, well, hold on a minute. What are you hiding? Mm-hmm. What are you walking away from? What do you know that I don't know? Right. And, of course, you know, once again, we were talking earlier about the genetically modified uh, foods. We have no idea what we are doing when it comes to GMOs. Hey, listen, I love a big strawberry. I don't like watermelons with no seeds. There's something about a watermelon with seeds that is natural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and all these other, you know, modified foods that we're feeding ourselves. We're going to pay for this. We are. Every time man has interfered with nature, Mother Nature, it always ends up in disaster. Do you want to see me get myself into a lot of trouble? Watch yes. this. Watch this. <laughs> to see the results of food modification, just look at all the fat people in the world today. Look at how fat our kids are. You know, not only are they fat because of the food, they're also fat because they're lazy. They don't mm-hmm. go to they don't play sports, they don't go for walks. They just sit on their big ever-growing butts in front of a computer or a TV. That's oh, not how life. True. Yeah. How true. They yeah. don't eat wholesome foods. It's easier to go out and get a McDonald's than make sure. a wholesome, you know, I don't think most people can cook out there either. I hate to say that, but, you know, uh-huh. I, I love to cook. And, you know, I, I just can't imagine people not doing that. We grow a garden, you know, and I don't want to eat stuff that's from, you know, the stores if I have to. Sure. But, you know, have a garden. <laughs> you know, that's because people today, my dear friend, are very lazy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, You're right. and they're all right. well, wait a minute. Let me let me let me clarify that. Some people are lazy. Other people are just so damn tired working two jobs, taking care of a family, just trying to make ends meet. It's easier to drive through McDonald's than it is to come home and actually spend time making um, supper. Betsy, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Please stand by. Exonation Betsy Lewis is our guest. Her website, www.betsylewis.com. That's www.betsylewis.com. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. And whatever you do, if you're going to zip off to the hamburger store, don't upsize it. We'll be back. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Betsy Lewis is our special guest this hour. And by the way, Exxon Nation, Betsy Lewis is spelled B-E-T-S-E-Y-L-E-W-I-S, and her website is BetsyLewis.com. First of all, Betsy, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Always a great pleasure uh, chatting with you. Um, Thank you, Rob. Something else I'd like to talk to you about. We've got about four minutes left. Uh, what about the what about the world of conspiracies? Oh my goodness, there's so many, isn't there? In, in it's your just in endless. Your, in your opinion, what is the number one conspiracy that ranks highest with you and other conspiracy theorists, uh, people who watch the conspiracies? I should say. Well, um, about the Illuminati would be one of the top ones. I think mm-hmm. about the aliens um, and a, a lot of the things that have happened in our world that we've been lied about. 9-11 is probably at the top of the list, too. Right. Uh, I know we were lied about that. And I think if everyone knew exactly what happened, there'd be a lot of angry people <laughs> Well, can can you tell can you tell us in about two minutes what you believe happened or the other conspiracy people believe happened? Well, I had a a dream uh, months before it happened. Mm-hmm. I dreamed that I saw this huge apple tree, and in the dream, I didn't understand the symbology of it. But the dream, all of a sudden, the tree was just sucked straight down into the earth. And I woke up with just chills. I mean, what could that mean? And, of course, when 9-11 hit, Mm -hmm. I understood the tree represented the Big Apple, which is New York. And I felt the way the tree went down, that it was a demolition, that it was not, you know, what we saw, what we were told that it was. 
there's just so many things on the internet and on YouTube mm-hmm. that shows that it couldn't have been but, just from these planes. But when you look at the the internet, I, I'm sorry, I still put it at the largest septic tank that man has ever created because well, there's more crap on the internet than you'll find right. anywhere else. There is. Yeah. You're right. And you're you don't right. want anybody with a $15 webcam can put anything up on YouTube. So how do you, how do you, how do you, let me ask you this. How do you separate yes. the crap from the fact? <laughs> well, that's another good question. I, I think you have to use your intuition. Mm-hmm. You have to use your common sense. Like you were talking about common sense. You know, what, what makes, what feels right. Yeah. I think, you know, right now I think we're seeing a lot of holographic things in the sky. Uh, what is real, what isn't. I think we have that technology. I think the aliens have that technology. So we have to determine what is real in our world right now. All right. And, you yeah. know, it, it's tough, but it use is. your intuition, your sixth sense. We all have it. Betsy, you and I have to say so long for tonight. I want to thank you so oh. much for joining us. Well, thank you, Rob. It's been great. Take care of yourself, my friend, and congratulations on your new book, Mystic Revelations of 13, an explanation you can find out all about Betsy and her great books at www.betsylewis.com. That's B-E-T-S-E-Y-L-E-W-I-S dot com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues right here with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.